Hey everyone, welcome back. It's Irliana Samsara of Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology with episode 186. And this week's edition of Star Sound Speaks is your weekly astro for today, Sunday, September 18th through Saturday the 24th. So uh, a few things going on. Uh, the big deal, of course, is the fact that in the Northern Hemisphere, fall has arrived. It is the equinox. Um, so I'm going to just briefly talk about how this episode is going to go is going to just talk about the the transits of the week, of, of address each one in short, and then do a little deeper dive into the meaning of this of this Libra ingress. So, um, tomorrow is the nineteenth, and we have Venus coming into a trine. Venus is in the late stages of Virgo, and she's which is not always in you know not the easy place, right? This is where she's in her fall. Venus in her fall in um, Virgo. And so it's not the easiest place for v Venus to feel cushy and loving and you know, all in that kind of efficient energy of Virgo, which can be a little critical and anxiety ridden. Um, but with the trine with Uranus, it could bring some relief, some breakthroughs, even breakthroughs around money and efficiency and how we work, um, our desire for service, uh, connecting with our intuitive mind is always um, an easier thing when Venus is in Virgo, it's a good, you know, we could use it positively and proactively in that regard. And that might bring with the trine with Uranus, you know, some breakthroughs around our self-esteem, our values, how much we're worth, our phys literally like points in our bank account. Um, also maybe innovations, a new way of approaching and new values in our workplace or our daily routine. So that's kind of a nice thing. Um, and so that'll be perfecting tomorrow, the 19th. Um, Thursday, we have our ingress, the sun, we change signs, and it is a new season, fall in the northern hemisphere, spring in the southern, the Libra ingress, and I'm, again, I'm going to loop back to that in just a moment. <clears throat> just to finish the week, um, we have a, um, the rest of the week, we have, one second, let me grab my notes here. Okay, and then, um, so that's Thursday, the ingress. And then Friday, we have a, a Mercury is in Kazemi. It's, it's a magical window, and it is going to be part of the conversation I have around the Libra ingress. Um, so it's kind of interesting because about three times a year, Mercury will, you know, we, we get these Kazemis. Mercury goes, um, is never that far from the sun. It's always just one, it's either the same sign as the sun because it's such a tight little 88-day transit, it's either exact same sign signs the sun or a sign ahead or a sign behind. Well, in this case, we have a Mercury Kazemi happening this Friday, and it's a magic. Mercury is the god of magic, right? And liminal space of going in and out of in between worlds. So, you know, the rational, the, the rational mind is very mercurial, and the curious rational, the mind that wants to explore details and data and information. And then Mercury um, in Virgo is a higher mind. Um, so there is this, um, but Mercury loves to play and he loves to think and loves to explore and um, tel telepathy is a very, you know, divine downloads. I mean, when Mercury's in that magical Kazemi, which is exactly conjunct the sun, it's like our minds are having a, an audience with the king or the queen. And in this case, it's going to be the queen because <laughs> it's in the, you know, the sun's at zero degrees or, you know, of... Um, of Libra. But um, anyway, it'll be 
a magical window, we could announce something, we could go, certainly great for journaling and, 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 and intense, um, you know, you, it's like when you have this, you're away from the world and you're in the presence of, of the higher mind and of divinity, when you think about the sun being like our, our, our light and our infinite self, our, our spirit souls. So to have this communion with this aspect of ourselves is, is very precious. And the fact that we're having it for the the entire the ingress is where you know it's happening for this ingress into Libra. It's something that's going to resonate, you know, actually far beyond just this one Mercury Kazemi, because it's present for this. So it's like the birth chart for the Libra ingress. It's going to be carrying this this imprint. So what does that look like? Well, you know, what? how might we use it? Well, I would say, you know, calling upon um, divine feminine archetypes like Mother Mary or Saraswati or, you know, the Green Tara in Buddhism or Kali Ma, Kali Durga, um, you know, any aspect of divine mother would be especially uh, auspicious and appropriate. And maybe we could ask her, you know, how with, you know, that Kazemi is like, the Kazemi zero degrees Libra, you know, this is a critical conversation around how do we create harmony? How do we create peace? How do we create agreement? How can we reach out and connect with others along these lines of, of a win-win instead of feeling a competition? Maybe it's about cooperation over competition, especially because it's in that opposition with Virgo, I mean, sorry, with um, Jupiter in Aries and it's, in, in, in it's that opposition. So how do we speak our truth but also be available to compromise, not compromise like sell out, but like consider other points of view and be fair and equal and just. So that's a that's a deep conversation that would be resonating for, for quite some time. But that that magical window, which is Eastern Standard Time, 2.49 a.m. on Friday, December, uh, Friday, September 23rd, that's going to be um, that's the exact moment. But I'm going to give it one degree on either side is still considered in that window. Can you imagine it visually like you're in the throne room of a palace and like everybody else in the room for those few hours. So that would be like 11.32 p.m. Eastern time, Thursday evening, the 22nd, until like 6 a.m., 6.03 a.m., Friday the 23rd, that overnight period in the Eastern time zone. A little easier for you guys out west in California and such. And a little, a little easier, uh, perhaps, for you guys out, you know, Eastern Hemisphere. But for you night owls, you're gonna love this. Um, this, this particular window is, it's a sacred, holy window, and, um, you know, you could, um, you could just get some really amazing downloads using it for meditation, using it for any kind of talismanic, you know, magic and creating um, and, and connecting with our higher mind. But um, anyway, yeah, so that's going to be um, 2.49 a.m. is the exact Eastern Standard Time, the exact window, that, that exact uh, point. Um, but it, like to get back to the analogy. So it's like it's a, if you're in the uh, palace of the, uh, the king or the queen and you imagine if everybody's buzzing around in that in this like the royal court right you have all these you know courtiers and all these people but then what if everybody just cleared out and it was just you and the queen and like divine mother the divine the queen of our hearts you know mother mary or Quan yin even you know um and let's say you can just peacefully commune with her and nobody can hear it it's just this private conversation just meant for your ears or if you think too in like the um 
the Vedic tradition of like a, the disciple initiate, um, the, the a guru um, master giving initiation to a disciple. And they, from what I understand, there sometimes there are these um, ceremonies where they'll whisper like the person's personal mantra into their ear and they just say it once and they hear it and it's that that's their personal sacred syllables that are indigenous just to 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 you and so um it, it's as if you're having that sacred holy moment and you're getting a clear connection it's just you and goddess upstairs <laughs> so yeah use it use it it's great um anyway uh so that'll be that's this week right we have the venus trying uranus could get some insights there then thursday the sun into libra and then friday the mercury magic window kazimi and then um the last thing is a few hours later after that magic kazimi window that magic audience mercury slips back into its domicile its domicile with in virgo around 804 a.m eastern time back into virgo so that's of course mercury is exalted and domicile ruler and exaltation ruler in uh, in in virgo very very at home there and i would say you know being precise with our thoughts and and watching our thoughts and being discerning and discernment is is a big deal when it's in virgo watching our thoughts um really assessing and being efficient with our communications would be really um details and efficiency matter breaking things down looking at things analytically um i would also say too with mercury and virgo um in in because it's, it's still retrograde right it's still retrograde till like the second um this is a great time when mercury is retrograde we reconnect with people from the past um maybe with mercury retrograde and virgo you'd create you'd uh, hook up with somebody you used to work with you know somebody used to be part of your daily routine um, nurses, who knows, <laughs> health professionals. It's a good time to get back into the, the detox routine if, we, if we've if we strayed a little. Um, but um, also with writing, um, Mercury rules telepathy. Um, this might be a great time, automatic writing, soul, like letting your soul speak. If your soul could talk, what would it say? And you be that instrument. Um, journaling, anything to purify the mind. So that that's um, that's Mercury back in Virgo. So anyway, okay, <laughs> enough for this week's weather. Now I'm going to just dive a little deeper into the symbolism of this Libra ingress. So on um, Thursday, on Thursday, September 22nd, the sun will cross the equator. So fall equinox, spring equinox, depending on your time, uh, your area of the planet that you live on. This will happen about 9.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or Friday morning, 9 um September 23rd in the Eastern Hemisphere. What does this look like? Well, we want to look at the domicile ruler, Venus. When Ve when Libra ingresses, Venus is going to be in, let me, let me pull up the chart so you can have a quick look at that. Okay. Oops, no, you can't see that. Come back, share screen. La la. Okay. So as you, I pulled up the USA chart too, because this is certainly, we, we I'll talk universally, but I notice here in the US, it's got some interesting uh, aspects. I'm also gonna talk about cryptocurrency and finance and Bitcoin plays very deeply into this as well, all the cryptos and some currencies too. So conversations about um, contracts, agreements around money, currency, 
um, um, is going to be a, a big deal with with this ingress. But let's um, let's just jump over to the domicile. We'll start with domicile ruler Venus. Well, Venus is in her fall in Virgo in this moment. It's also at a critical degree. Twenty two degrees of of a sign is a um, critical degree. So it's like the do or don't. Like this is it. And um, Venus in is combust, as I was saying, and in her fall in Virgo. And so this, um, where we find we, the focus of where we want to look is, a, you know, a critical assessment. We're really assessing as we move into this change of season, cardinal sign, right? The change of seasons. We're really looking at um, productivity and efficiency and, um, I would say too, if you look here about, about the USA, notice it's exactly conjunct the USA Neptune. And of course, in our country, we are going through the Neptune opposition. I think I mentioned that on my conversation with Michael Bartlett about Mars retrograde in Gemini, because um, this, this point is gonna be very big and it's coming into a square actually right now, just to jump over to Mars for a second. Uh, Mars is entering in soon into a square with this, with this axis this um neptune you know the neptune opposition so um there there could be some uh stirrings there you know and some confrontations and things that must be taken care of about these um areas but what i wanted to focus on really is this um this lunation this ingress happening to be so prominent right in the chart of course the 10th house is our reputation and um our public our public reputation and how we show up in public. So this is big conversation around, um, I would say health, not, not just health and the workplace, but um, well, let me, let me start with health and the, the health of our workplace. You've probably been reading about a lot of people not going back to the office after the pandemic and this conversation around equality and work time and quality of life. So it speaks to that. Um, conjunct the USA Neptune. So this is about hard work and efficiency. Um, being in service, um, this level of taking care of others, taking care of ourselves, taking care of our health is going to be a very prominent um, message here for the next three months. Um, we find delight and beauty in helping others and volunteering and being of service. But there's also this <clears throat> critical assessment that's going on. Like, what is our ideal health? What is our ideal of uh, um, food and and since it's in opposition, like this is not just it's very strong, of course, for the United States. But I want to reiterate: if you're listening from another country, Venus is in opposition with transiting Neptune, transiting Venus, transiting Neptune, opposition. So we're looking at this work-life balance for the world. It's just that it's very, very clear to us here in the United States. So this um, quality of life with as it pertains to work, or it pertains to women and fairness and equality and efficiency. Um, we're taking a critical assessment and, and really looking and deeply Virgo analyzing, you know, um, the health, our, what is our ideal health? What's our ideal food situation? Um, how we feed ourselves, um, how we, um, the food supply, Virgo being agriculture, right? The goddess of grain. Um, also thinking about office life, office work, or office, I'm <laughs> thinking of office buildings, but office um, offices and day jobs and daily work and work routines in general. So um, there's this dissolution or disillusion with, as we have seen, you know, many people not wanting to come back to work is, is a big theme. 
in, in the office and trying to find that ideal balance uh, that's gonna work for everyone. But um, our personal, uh, what is essential, right? So Virgo's always like, let's just cut the wheat from the chaff. Personal finances, talents, skills, food, um, our self-worth, you know, so taking a critical eye to all of these areas. I think too, with the, with the um, Venus, uh, with that domicile rule, this thing is definitely addressing like the um, mortality rates that have spiked so much. Uh, as well as um, excess, called excess mortality rates. I was just reading about this. It was really uh, fascinating, as well as the um, drugs and uh, Neptune, of course, really drugs. So drugs, the fentanyl is now the leading cause of death in the U.S. of adults, 18 to 45. Fentanyl overdoes bigger than COVID. Uh, any kind of, I mean, it's really sad. Uh, even heart disease, which is always the leader, it's fentanyl and it has been, and it's now that's gonna be a loud issue. Um, and I think also, let me pause for a second here about the, um, I wanna just talk about that excess mortality, hold on. Okay, I found it. Um, <clears throat> so this this whole, this conversation around excess mortality um, is, um, is, could really be seen front and center with our, with our country. Um, the insurance companies had reported a 40% increase in excess mortality among working age adults during the last quarter of 2021. Millennials, right? Millennials aged 25 to 44, 84% increase. Just millennials in excess mortality in that same time frame. And so um, also people becoming disabled has written, risen by at least 10%, possibly more. So we obviously these are huge changes that we're, we're looking at. And, um, and that is even like 10% for an excess mortality rate jump would be what, according to these reports, one in a 200 year incidence of that would be huge. But this is, this is four times that. So um, you, you, you were getting the picture that this 40% increase is just, you know, hugely outrageous. And I think it's time that people are finally addressing this. And so, um, and also I would say too, with Venus being ruling stock market and personal finance and that connection with right over that, um, with our, um, let me go back to my um, picture here, my, my wonderful little, um, here we are, yeah. With, with this, this is like, and of course, as we go further, as we get into October, Jupiter, will, which is the planet of largesse and excess and the elite and elite wealth and such, that is going to be retrograding back, not on that, but pretty close. It'll it'll go direct at 28 Pisces. So I think this whole bubble of illusion and hiding this, hiding these statistics or not being present and, and deluding ourselves, like let's not delude ourselves. This is the time where we need to be in action and to really address this, to take care of our population, to take care of our people and everyone, every, striking that balance around the world of that work-life balance and the quality of life and what is our ideal quality of life and how can we um, you know, really connect with each other where it's not like we're escaping into drugs, but really taking care of that Venus and Virgo wants to take care of people and are you okay? You know, Calling up your loved ones, calling up friends and saying, how are you doing? Are you having a hard day? 
sometimes just just to know i want to get emotional feeling is sometimes just knowing somebody's calling and said hey i'm just thinking of you how are you doesn't even have to be a long thing but just something like that reaching out and connecting will go um does wonders you know and 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 i have to say too with that sitting on those those neptune points you know suicide is also at an all-time high that's been spiraling um, not just the fentanyl overdoses, and obviously people have probably used that to overdose or suicide, though, more so than just, yes, I'm sure there's some kind of connection there too, but it's just suicide in general, people being really depressed the last few years have been unbelievably hard on everyone, and um, our mental health, right, Virgo, mental health, a huge issue, so um that, that I think these will be loud as we head into the fall here up in the Northern Hemisphere and um, finding a fairness, finding agreements and fairness and uh, harmony, you know, with that, with our Libra ingress, it's always about harmony and agreement and compromise, but not being a doormat, you know, Mars in that over, you know, that Saturn uh, overcoming in a overcoming trine, you know, with Mars is like, hey, you know, um, let's think long-term, let's let's create a new and be curious and open to new solutions um, that are going to help us in the long range and, and looking at the big picture. The other thing I wanted to say about this, two things, is um, the moon. When we look at the moon, and I'll, then I'll end by talking about cryptocurrency. So um, the moon is, if you notice here, is 26 degrees of Leo. The moon is void of course for this Libra ingress. The moon's also in these waning, it's waning, it's void of course in Leo, which rules monarchs, heads of state, right? So in a mundane chart, we're looking at like the endings of people who are leaders. Obviously we just saw this with Queen Elizabeth, but I think there are more to come. There are these changes and um, in heads of state. I also wanna say that um, when as it moves in 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 that Leo definitely around the old there's a shift if you want to look at it psychologically it's like a shift from um, you know the old male patriarchal model of leadership winding down and, and and letting that go and merging into our personal will our shining our light in terms of being um, helping and assisting others in service where we're leaning into the goddess energy. Um, where the, the moon is going to be going into Virgo, which is like the crone of the great goddess, the three archetypes of the great goddess. This is the crone of the wisdom, the wise woman, right? The wise divine feminine wisdom, leaning into instinct, leaning into that, taking our creative gifts and focusing on service. So that's what I think uh, this points to. Um, in a natal chart, if you have a moon in the third quarter, you know, in your natal chart, that's definitely that you, that I've seen this in, in with working with clients, you know, that that third, um, the, the third, it's almost balsamic. So this is, again, an ending. Um, usually it's like a key event, some event or some catalyst happens where, pe where that person breaks from the past. So there's a key event that acts like a catalyst for change, a break with old patterns. Uh, cutting ties with the way in which or maybe a mainstream idea or um, a mainstream culture, breaking ties with that, um, or, and a kind of a feeling an urgency to like break out of a mold and become one's uh, true self. And um, knowing that there's an urgency, knowing, you know, it's not going to continue along the same old path. It's like, hey, man, you know, it's time to break out and individuate and be free. 
So that's third quarter moon. Um, the Sabian symbol, by the way, for that moon is, I looked it up, I love these, the luminescence of dawn in the Eastern sky. I love that. It's like, you see this, this is the old ways winding down, but then there's this new dawn. This is a new, a change coming. Female feminine leadership. Um, I think Kamala Harris is going to have a lot to say as her birthday is, is coming up. It's, she's, a, she's a Libra, I think. I have to do a, a special uh, chart dress for her. But I, I, I think I did address her in terms of her and Joe Biden. And I definitely see these eclipses happening. Uh, they're happening in both of their charts, sixth and twelfth houses, these eclipses for both of them. So uh, those are tough houses. It's a lot about sacrifice and hard work and um, relinquishing things. So she may have be having to relinquish her current role and step into something else, step into a higher level of participation um, with our government and um, and and such. So something on the horizon and other leaders as well other world leaders. So um, I see too that, um, yeah, so that anyway, that's the Sabian symbol, the exalting challenge of new opportunities at the threshold of a new cycle. The last thing I'm gonna cover is cryptocurrency because I find it really interesting if you notice here that um, on the Libra ingress, we have Fortuna, the wheel of fortune. This is like an asteroid that represents how fortunes rise, fortune falls, right? The spinning the wheel of fortune. The Roman god Fortuna is was the goddess of luck and abundance and, uh, you know, good luck, right? And the change in luck, a change in one's fortune. So it has kind of a moonish interpretation here. But the fact that it's at 13 Libra, number one, 13 degrees of a cardinal sign is a critical sign. So it's like eyes open, pay attention, a change in the monetary system, a change in our, um, our everything that we've talked about, money, work, self-worth, women in the workplace, a change. Here it is in the 11th house of hopes, wishes, and dreams, and right over that Saturn, a USA Saturn exalted in Libra, so a change in government and world leaders, um, uh, you know, uh, leaders of our own government, maybe there's more women entering in the midterm elections, you know, more women positions of power or working on agreements. But what I also find interesting is that the um, Bitcoin is, it's going to ignite the cryptocurrency axis. So Bitcoin is at, um, is at 13 degrees, the, the, the natal charts for these cryptocurrencies and some currencies 13 degrees cardinal signs. We have Bitcoin at 13 degrees Capricorn. We have um, the Chinese Yuan is at 13 degrees, critical degrees. So there could be some major changes with China. And of course that's lined up right there with that Saturn, USA Saturn and Fortuna. So um, there's that. And then the US dollar is 13 degrees Aries. And of course, the USA sun and cancer, our July 4th country, 13 degrees cancer. So 13, 13, 13, 13, Libra, Cancer, Aries, Capricorn, all there at 13 degrees. So yes, um, very, a very interesting thing. And if you, I noticed that the other day there was a, um, a oh, actually it was, I think it was in today, was it today's news? Let me see, um, bring this back here. Um, Bitcoin, yeah, Bitcoin had um, slipped below $20,000 um, just today. It was in, in today's news 
that, um, yeah, according to Reuters, it said uh, Bitcoin uh, on Sunday dropped to 19,804, slipping from the $20,000 mark. And that was, um, that's, this of course, everybody knows is the world's biggest and best known cryptocurrency. So that's a, that's a decrease of 58.9% from the year's high on March 28th. So that's a big deal. But then I feel there's going to be another um, turn of events there. Um, don't ask me to trade for you. I'm not here to give a financial advice in any way whatsoever. Just going on the record saying that. Um, the coin linked to the Ethereum blockchain network called Ether, that also dropped um, to 3.2%. Um, so again, um, these are just um, harbingers of what is happening and, and what we might expect more of. Um, so that's what I have for you today. And um, I hope you've enjoyed this and gotten value. Um, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe. And I love hearing from you and all of your information. Um, and so let me know how you're doing and uh, how you're going to use this week and what do you feel is in store for you with the Libra Ingress. And um, we will see you soon. Okay, thanks so much. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Bye.